With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Holy mackerel, that was loud. <laughs> All right, it is 2 o'clock on the 8th of December 2016. And back again with Catherine. How are you, my angel? I'm just very, very sad. Oh, I'm so sorry, my love. And Stella's not doing well again. She not. She couldn't pee again this morning and, and still hasn't. And I uh, I did give her enough Reiki for her to fall asleep finally. So she's sleeping. Oh, that is so rough. And and you've you've obviously been, you know, doing all the tending that you know what to do. Yeah. Okay. I, I get it. It's so, one feels so incredibly helpless even though one's doing everything you know right. what to do, right? Right. I get it. I get it. And she's so lucky to have you to do the Reiki for her. At least that eases. So at least it makes her, you know, feel more calm and, and um, she, she, relaxing will help. And she's sleeping. And after uh, I talk to you, I'm probably going to take a nap as well. It's very cold here. We're in like, it's like 20 degrees out. Oh yeah, us too. We had a we've got a wind chill of some ridiculous single digit. It's like, oh really, really. But um, you know, I I just feel like um, you know, in addition to my own stuff, I'm I'm been picking up. I'm trying to you know clear that it's not mine. But anytime anything crosses crosses my path about what Trump's doing. And he appointed somebody for EPA who's anti, who doesn't believe in climate change. And all his people that he's appointing is like, oh, my God, I just don't feel that I have the energy to, like, stand up and be, you know, <laughs> stand up to any of that. Like, you know, just, like I said. I get I, it. I Even re- if you want to. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah. So, you know, I was feeling uh, sort of a few days ago, oh, just be the light, be my own light, you know, when, and that's why I was thinking, well, what are some small changes I can make? And then as I wrote, it just seems like every change is monumental. Uh, it just, you know, I tried to get sneakers so I could walk, and the sneakers are still, you know, it's going to take a while. Uh, thought I'd do something with the food, and it's like today I'm so nauseous I could, you know, barely, well, I did eat because that helped. But um, it's like, ugh. Why are you nauseous? I don't know. Um, I okay. felt all good all week. I had, um, you know, when I had oil, the same thing seems to be happening again in a different spot, but I'm not sure because it hasn't, it hasn't totally. It could just be I'm I'm in a healing crisis uh, because yeah, I've been taking stuff and um, I don't know. Pam had had worked with this healer online that. And uh, I'm like, well, you know, she just clears the chakras. I can do that, you know. But I, oh, well, let me, um, 
why not? You know, so I did. She's new, so she was looking for feedback. And uh, a lot of what she she's very good, you know, tapped into all the physical issues, but I didn't get any of the whys. Uh, you know, like, why is that still an issue? Like, also, my father came up, like, I've worked with that. So when I was meditating, I'm asking for why, and I didn't get anything except I saw a feather duster, like, go all over my body, and I'm like, well, maybe this is, like, releasing more deeper, you know, Um, because in my readings that I've been doing and my own journaling, it's like, I'm able to be sad now because I don't have to cover up how I feel. I don't have to be strong for anything, if you know what I'm saying. For many years I had to pull myself together. I just get to go to work and do do that and I'm like I'm I'm, you know, if I feel sad, I don't have to go out. I don't have to do anything. And I'm feeling deep feelings that I hadn't felt before, I guess is what I'm saying. Hopefully that's a good thing. You know, I do. I, I tried where you just observe them. Yes. You know, and, and and you don't judge them as good or bad, but I'm physically feeling the sadness or the grief, and I have a, a congestion in my chest. I've been coughing. So... It's probably, which I don't normally have, so I think stuff is coming out. You know. Certainly sounds like it. Yeah. And I have this nice tea that I will make later. Uh, for old, yes. And, of course, you know, lemon juice and water and ginger, any of those things. That I that have give ginger. You I tr- I did, the lemons, every time I get the lemons now that it's not summer, they get the rock hard and nothing happens with that. So I use the lemon yeah. juice in a in the container, it's yucky. Um, so I won't be able to go shopping till Saturday for two reasons. It's cold. I'm waiting until yeah. it'll warm up this weekend, and I'm trying to budget. That's the other thing. I'm really focusing on the budget because I can't take any more out of my IRA. So it's like, you know, mm. what I have has to cover. So I went through Pamela's over yesterday, and I, we, we swapped. Stuff that we have, uh, she doesn't give me vitamins because I have stuff, but, you know, other things she'll bring that I might have special jars or, you know, whatever, different things. Mm-hmm. So, so she came over yesterday and we were going everything, over, muscle testing what I have. So I could use what I have and not buy stuff because I, I can't buy everything. That's very sensible. Yeah, and I, I had already doused and then I showed her and we went over a few that were still a question for me. But I'm only going to, anything that was 90, you know, that Dow's 90 on a scale to 100, I'm going to use 90 and 80. Below that, I'm just not taking them. It's just I I can't do everything. No, no. Yeah, and because Stella, what Stella needs every month now, and I need it every month if she's going to get better. That's why I was so upset that she's not feeling well when I've done, you know, um, what seems to have been working, but who knows what's going on. Did you read about the the neighbors and the and the fence and everything? And the dog. Yes, I'm very proud, pleased that you said no. I, I mean, I understand that you couldn't have said yes, but I'm very pleased that you said no. Yeah, and I'm thinking um, about that's, the owner wants us to to pay for it. It's his property. Why should I pay for his property? You know, really. Crazy. Well, generally with a fence, it's kind of a fifty-fifty thing. I know when we were when we were owners, um, that was a, a kind of a given thing. But only with agreement. You don't have to, um, yeah, yeah. you know. And and um, 
it's quite easy for them. I mean, <laughs> I know my parents um, had something with a, a neighbor putting a fence up and they said they weren't going to pay for it. So he put it like four inches inside his property line. He can't um, do that. It's already been marked. It's uh, you know, the, where the utilities are. Yeah. David had marked. Yeah. It. So I but will have. They were, it's it it isn't if it's not for for you. Um, you know, you're not obliged to pay for it. They can ask, and it can be a nice thing, but no. And and you're absolutely within your rights to say no. And where the where their house ends is like six or eight feet back from mine. So like it, if I were putting up my own fence, it would come up further towards the front of the house. This will just basically um, have a, now I, when I look out the window, I'll be looking at a fence. I won't be able to see, you know, um, well, the top of their house I'll see in the sky. And that's not such a bad thing because that means yeah. they can, you know, see in. As long as they don't leave the dog out all the time and the dog barks and cries, that would you know, be, drive me nuts. But. I'm sure they probably wouldn't, um, especially since it's so cold. But also the nice thing is that maybe if you're feeling stronger during spring next year, you can get a single pot of some kind of creeper, some pretty flowering thing, and just put it at the base of the fence and let it go do its thing, you know? Yeah, we'll see. I'm not. And, and yeah, it's not that much of a. Um, I had a, a friend who had to, whose neighbor put a wall, uh, a fence up, and she had a big mirror that she never used, so she stuck it um, against the fence, and it basically reflected the sky a little, and it looked lovely. So there's things you can do, but um, yeah, it's it's not for you to pay for certainly, and um, and hopefully it'll mean that the dogs are happy and you don't hear them. That's what I said when he told me. I said, that would be nice for the dog. You know, I told mm -hmm. him first, so I'm going to talk to David about a fence. He rescued the dog. You know, the, he had two chihuahuas, and then the, um, I said, why'd you get another dog? And especially this big one, bigger one, and he, it's only a puppy. It is quite big. And he says, well, the guy had, you know, several and, and couldn't feed them all. So I said, oh, my God, you know. <laughs> well, that's a nice guy, obviously. A little soft-hearted, but good. <laughs> You know, um, so I, I was interested to see that you're not going to consider moving, that, that you're going to leave the idea of moving for a while. Oh, yeah. It's just, you know, there's too many it's things. It's not worth it. Uh-huh. Good. worth it. And then, you know, when I was out a nice day, we didn't have much of a fall. We had, like, it, went, it was very hot till the end of October, like we're talking, like, 80-something, very warm. And then all of a sudden, and those nice 60-degree days, we had like nine of them, maybe six. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. I tried to get <clears> all <throat> of them. And then all of a sudden now it's cold. I'm like, oh. And then it gets, what in Connecticut, at least it would be light. I don't know why. It gets, it gets very dark, you know, like it'll get mm. cold and then it gets like the sun shuts. And I'm like, but we're further south. I don't get it. But at any rate, I said, you know, whatever. Um, but I feel like just, you know, totally retreating. And seeing what that does for me, you know, um, after, you know, we're done here, um, the 22nd of December, I'm just going to unplug and and uh, see if that helps me or or not. I don't think it could get, you know, any, any worse, you know. Uh, mm. So tell me when you started doing Bulletproof Coffee. Just two days and ago. Intimate okay. That I will tell you is part is why you are um, almost detoxing. Oh no, 
You think so? Because I was detoxing beforehand, I think. But tell me that. What do you think? Well, because when you take your carbs down, um, your body shifts over into a fat burner instead of a carb burner, uh-huh. instead of sugars, sugars and carbs. There's a lot of gunk that moves. Um, I mean, uh-huh. I, I um, and and I have found that, for example, um, just today, actually, when I was away in Atlanta, because we're living in somebody else's house, I'm not as <laughs> dictatorial about what I eat, right? So there's a lot more carbs. Fortunately, she's also gluten-free, my friend is, so that made a difference, but there's still a lot more carbs than usual. So I came back home today, started, I mean, yesterday, had my bulletproof coffee this morning, and within an hour or two, I was coughing um, stuff off my chest. And that that's something I don't usually do. Just not much, but enough to notice that there was something moving. Um, and so intermittent fasting is fine, bulletproof coffee if you like it, that's good, But um, and that's the way I eat, but be careful of going too low in carbs. It can make you really tired, very miserable, um, emotional. One day I said, this isn't going to work for me, especially it's, um, they want you to do meat and veggies. I, the, yeah, veg- I don't do that. Veggies make me nauseous, although I do been eating them. I like the root vegetables. Remember, I told you I was going to go macro. Well, macro right, yes. root vegetables at this time of the year, uh, and I don't do rice because it's it's a bit much. So I use couscous, not couscous, quinoa. Right. Okay. So using quinoa. Mm. And I said, you know, it's really it, and lent, you know, like even the beans and legumes are would be high with carbs. So what I thought about was. Okay, I obviously was over-carbing with with the pasta. Right, yes. I don't eat their serving, which is like a fourth of a cup. So So I said, better that I would eat something which has protein in it, even if it has carbs, like the lentils and so on. And so that's Mm -hmm. what I decided, and that's why, as I said, it lasted one day on trying to go low carbs. And I don't do meat very well. I made a meatloaf first time in years for myself the other day with the beef last week, and I didn't sleep all night, so I said, nah, that doesn't work for okay. me. Okay. No, and and here's what I know is that each of the things that you're trying, the macro, the low-carb, whatever it is, to keep going, to keep flipping backwards and forwards between various <laughs> diets, it puts, your, it puts your body under a lot of stress. It would put a healthy body under a lot of stress. The fact that you're trying to heal as well, um, it's kind of something that rather than than diving into something to ease into it. So yes, take your carbs, you know, if if you know that meat doesn't agree with you, don't eat it. I don't, I'm vegetarian. That's why my carbs have to be a little bit higher because I I get my protein from from beans and legumes and that kind of stuff. So um but I don't eat pasta unless it's a quinoa pasta. I very seldom eat rice. Um so I keep my carbs around about 50, 30 to 50 grams a day, which is a darn sight less than 150, which is your standard American diet. So I was just going to say, I, I get, I still, I'm not really good with the tracking everything, but I was estimating I was at 150, and I said, well, that's definitely too high. So I'm trying to keep mine between 50 and 75. That'll be perfect, and it'll yes. still give you, um, it'll, it'll give you. It'll give you the energy that you need 
without um, sort of, you know, piling on the extra carbs. Because carbs turn to sugar. So if you're going to have a lot of carbs, um, you know, that's part of, it's, it's, a, it's a heavy thing for your body to deal with. So, yeah, 50 to 70, I use the free thing on Livestrong. Um, you can track everything through there. It's kind of easy. Um, but, yeah, just if you go a little bit less on the pasta, a little bit, um, you know, do your beans for your protein. Um, like and eat what, eat what delights you, my love, really, it, because so much of food is how we feel about it. Yes. You know, like and if you don't. If you don't like something, don't eat it. Yeah, that's what I said to I get well she I tried Brussels sprouts, they didn't agree with me, so I gave half the bag to uh Pam. I said, you know mm. <laughs> you know. I like spinach basically. I mean you used to do broccoli and the broccoli has the bad taste for me. You know, all the the those cruciferous those mm-hmm. they are high in sulfur that which is also a detox. So I'm like, I think for now I'll be okay with eating my uh my yellow vegetables, you know, the butternut squash right. and things like that. I mm-hmm. I do eat some organic chicken. Um, I got chicken legs from Whole Foods, and I roast them with the veggies. I love that carrots and onions. You know, I bake it, and um, and that I can eat a small portion of because um, there's no skin on the chicken legs. You know, <laughs> so like, mm-hmm. and and um, which I, I do well with that. And I eat well. I eat fish. Tilapia breaded because that's easier for me. It comes breaded, and I just put it in the toaster oven. With my then I do veggies. Like today, I had fish for breakfast, along with uh, the butternut squash, and some. Oh, lunch. there you go. Yeah, yeah, and I I have been you know eating what I like because I do tend to like good food. You know, it's just you know it's mm-hmm. just, like I baked this this butternut squash. I don't let it, the last one came out okay. This one didn't, and I said, you know what? I'm just going to get it the organic butternut squash frozen in the package because I I just can't seem to deal ha- with hassle right now. Mhm. And I have some in the freezer. I'm like, let me, you know, use that instead. Making your life easier for yourself is an important thing. Yeah, and and the other thing is I am less hungry overall have been since I've been uh I don't know, just uh, taking all these things that are helping my digestion. Uh, mhm. And that's kind of a given because, and that's because you're you're nourishing yourself. The only reason you were excessively hungry or, or more hungry was because your body kept needing the nourishment. If you get, you can get, if you get more nourishment, you can eat less food. In other exactly. words, so that's a good sign. That's a very good sign. And you know, if you do see, uh, you know, if you want to get your greens, then you can always throw a handful of spinach and a. Um, a cup of something, uh, something like almond milk or cashew milk. As my yes, green, anything. Make a shake. Yeah, make and a shake, and you get your greens in a glass, and that's fine. And the the thing is, in the in the winter, the the to make a shake, it's cold. So I'm like, okay, it won't be breakfast. I'll take the stuff, the you know, the soy and almond milk out, mm. soy, almond milk and coconut milk out in the morning, and leave it so that it'll be like for the you know afternoon. Because if it's cold, like I can't handle that. Right. You can't warm okay. it up and then put your protein in it, so I'll let it get room temperature. And the, uh-huh. the uh, Bulletproof coffee, um, I thought I'd try it because when I read, you know, you blend it up and it gets foamy. And the good thing with that is it's uh, reducing my sugar immensely because I did put one teaspoon in there of sugar. 
but when I have coffee, I use I was taking a lot of sugar in it. So, you know, uh, so, yeah, take that down. Yeah, yeah, so now it's it's taking that down. Plus, I don't want as much coffee. You know, have that in the morning. Mm-hmm. Good. So I'm like, well, I'll do that not because I'm trying to fast, but because I like it. <laughs> that, that's a good reason. That's a good reason. What do you put in um, for oils? I do the one tablespoon of coconut oil that they recommended. Yes. Or if it was a teaspoon, it's a teaspoon or a tablespoon, you know, of the butter. I throw that in. I love having okay. the organic, it's organic butter. I'm like, oh my yeah. god. Yes. yes. So do a teaspoon of that. So about a third of the the, yeah. the slice, um, so that you don't jack up your cholesterol too far. Um, and and take your slowly take your coca your your teaspoon of sugar. I would use a for like for the rest of this week maybe put actually measure your teaspoon of sugar in the I, measuring spoon. I did. <laughs> so that you know. It's, okay. And so then next week you half. Yeah. Go down to a half and until you get used to that and then see if you can do with just a pinch, take it down because the less actual sugar you have, the better off you'll be across the boards anyway. So um, right. just take that as, and, and eventually you'll get to really taste the coffee as opposed to having the sugar in it. I will tell you that I put the teeny tiniest splash, it's about an eighth of a teaspoon of vanilla essence into my coffee. I was thinking um, that because I love vanilla. Then I don't. Yeah, then I don't have sugar at all, mm. um, and I don't miss it. It it gives me that um, it gives me that sort of I don't know. It gives it a flavor that's really nice, um, mm. rather than rather than actually having sugar. So, but yeah, mm. I do the tablespoon of coconut oil and a teaspoon of of butter. Yeah, yeah, so much gives you I had yeah, yeah, and then I don't eat until I'm hungry, which is always later than I expect it to be. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> when I'm having the coffee. Yeah was nice, yeah, exactly. And I didn't get a headache. Like sometimes if I would have coffee first and then didn't eat, I'd get a headache. But with the the coconut oil in there, and I didn't get hungry, uh, you know, a headache, I got, oh, yeah, I'm hungry. Let me start. And I was able to at least, you know, make it through without having to just grab something. So that was nice. Awesome. All right, good. Okay, so overall, just from an outside point of view, yes, I think you're in somewhat of a healing crisis. Yes, I think you're exhausted. Yes, I think you're overstimulated as far as what you're picking up empathically. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think a Facebook fast would be wildly helpful. Yes, I think you can, um, I don't want to say disconnect from Stella. But understand that you're doing all you can and the rest of the healing is up to her. Yeah. As as hard as that might be. I've been doing that. Even this morning, you know, I repeated, you know, your body can heal yourself and and everything will be fine. I I think she gets worried because she, you know, she goes in there, she tries and she cries and... Of course, and she may actually be in a little bit of pain when she's trying. I mean, we've all had kidney infections. We know what they feel like. Um, they're not easy. Yeah. Uh, so, and, you know, and she may have just, you know, I know she was a, she was a rescue for you, right? Yes. Yeah. She may have done herself some damage right at the very beginning that, um, that there really is not going to be, this is something that she either heals or it's going to be an ongoing thing that you just have to monitor and, and help her as much as you can. Well, um, 
it does seem that she got into something toxic because there's a lot of spraying that goes around, you know, in the area. Uh-huh. They get into everything. But, um, yeah, I, I, I also feel the same way sometimes. There's so much stuff around and, um, you know. Yeah. And with the whole of this time of year and it being John's birthday, um, I think that being your own priority more than ever before mm-hmm. is going to be very, very helpful. Yeah. Yes, I, I love that you're finding ways to make... Uh, the picture of your sneakers had me... I actually did a, a, a real high five. I, did, I was like, oh, yes, look at those. So I'm thrilled that you're you're working through them. Sneakers generally, you know, you do need to adjust laces and get used to them, especially if you have flat feet because or, or any kind of arch issue because um, it's not your normal way of walking. So you could end up with a slightly with stiff hips. You could end up with tired legs, any of these things, because these are muscles that you're not usually used to using. But to put them on while you do the vacuuming, put them on for half an hour a day while you putt around the house, this yeah. is the way that you'll get used to it, and they can do what they're meant to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I didn't pick them out for the color. It was just what they had, you know, what fit my feet, you know. It was like, mm-hmm. uh, and I haven't worn I just thought the color was way cute. <laughs> the colors were what? I just thought the colors were way cute, that it was really nice but that you had something. They're my favorite colors, the blue and the purple. I'm like, oh, isn't that interesting? And the isn't pink. that? It's obviously called to you. <laughs> but I All will right. try. And if not, like he said, I can bring them in and we'll, you know, try something else and so on. But I was just, just keep adjusting it. the laces and wearing them for little bits around on carpeted floor and see how they do for you. Yeah, yeah. Gonna say something. Oh, so it's it's like I I um so I I feel more directionless and like I was trying to make small teeny tiny goals or or t- small goals let's put it that way immediate and like connected to me and it just seems like I can't it's not working out to make any goals just kind of see what happens each day if, if that makes any sense what I'm trying to say it does absolutely um. It's, there's a difference between um, being without goals and being directionless. Okay. I'm going to link to you. Uh, just let me make a note here in our Facebook group. Um, because I forget. To, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the link. Um, it's, it's the guy from Zen Habits. Um, oh, yeah, Leo Batuba. Yes, I never know how to say his name. Um, Zen Habits, is, he does a thing on no goals. Oh, okay. I, I will put that in. And, and he talks about how he gave up setting goals because it it basically, um, he found, firstly, that they were very, um, what's the word I want? They sucked the joy out of his life. He was <laughs> had to rather than he wanted to. Um, Miss Catherine, for what I would, if I were to write a prescription for you, mm-hmm. um, not that I want to tell you what to do because that's not my job. You you know what's right for you. 
And that being said, I think my opinion would be that you can set a time, not a goal, but a time in which you will allow yourself complete this complete hibernation, complete self-focus. Yeah. So that you take, you don't watch the news, you don't go onto Facebook, you do the things, you go onto the blogs that delight you, you read the books that speak to you, you go back over your own notes, your own writing, your things, the, the tools that you gathered around you. Mm -hmm. And you become entirely self-absorbed for however long it feels right. So you may say, all right, I'm going to do this until January 1st, whatever that happens to be, right? Okay, so January 1st comes along and you're going, you know, need I'm more. really happy doing this. I need more. <laughs> I'm going to go to the new moon on January 28th. See how that feels. I'm going to go, you may end up going till March. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. It matters to nobody but you. Right. And that is both the sovereignty and the luxury that you have right now. Oh, I like those words. That's I, I like that, sovereignty and luxury. Because I wasn't feeling very luxurious, so that's good. <laughs> well, because you're, you are tight in other areas, and I get that. Um, you know, your finances have been curtailed. Um, there's things that, you know, Stella has been expensive. There's things you've been trying that haven't worked. So that's money that's gone, you mm. know, one way. Um, so I get it. But your autonomy to do exactly what you need right now mm. is beyond measure. You have earned yourself the right to be entirely self-absorbed. People tend to shy away from the word selfish, which I get. Um, and it's, but selfishness gets a bad rap. Selfishness is when you focus on healing yourself, you then have the capacity to do the other things. But if you don't heal yourself, you have no capacity at all. Right. So, so you know what? I, just off the top of my head, if you if you really became so self-absorbed and strengthened yourself, anybody who comes into contact with you, whether it's Stella getting really souped up and strong Reiki from you because you are souped up and stronger, or a client who gets hold of you and says, you know, I really, I remember that reading you did, and would you do one? For the universe has a way of aligning with where you are. From everything that you've told me, if we work on that basis, you are creating and have created for yourself a world in which it's absolutely perfect timing and resources to disappear into your home. Mm. Mm. I don't think you I don't think you need anything more than what you have no, to do I this. It just needs to become it needs to become a mission to be self-absorbed. Like Where you start every single activity and thought and contemplation and everything with, how do I feel about this? Do <laughs> I want this? 
does this make me happy? Do I do I feel like eating this? Do I feel like not eating this? You know, um, do I want to talk to that person or not? Do I want to read this? Do I not? And I think if you turn down the volume on outside voices, like practically to nothing, mm -hmm. at least for a little while, it will help you. It will help you align with your inner guidance. Yes. So that yeah. it so that it can then help you dictate what you know when you step into the world and how you do it. Sean used to say that you know this house was a sorting house. It was sort you know I retired and then uh, this it was time to for things to sort out. And when we came, I was mm -hmm. trying to do certain things, and then he says, "Well, a little sorted out." And it's like, little did he know that there'd be a lot more sorting out after he leaves. You know, <laughs> right. So, and maybe uh, that's what it is. Maybe that this what this is house's function for you yeah. is to help you sort out everything that needs to be sorted out mm -hmm. for your next ten, fifteen years. Right, exactly. And you are wildly empathic. And I have a feeling that when you are low in energy, if you are not if you're not monitoring the outside voices, they overwhelm you before you know what's happening. In other words, it's way quicker than you think it will be. And then you end up floundering and flailing because now suddenly you, you know, you're, you're feeling drowned. Um, well, it's not just the voices. I could have nothing on, you know, all day, yeah. so on, and I will feel something and then later find out something happened in the world right. or in the neighborhood or something. And and, and that I, is that is sorry, that is that is um that requires a whole set of boundaries that is way more than most people have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was and gonna, you're gonna have to give yourself time to create those boundaries. I was gonna say I am starting to uh, I I had them before but it's gotten, the world has gotten crazier, so to speak, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is actually another reason why I'm not wanting to move because I'll, although the people here think differently, they're not bothering me. I don't know how to say this. It's like, yeah, they go hunt and shoot, and, which I don't agree with, but they're not, you know, not not coming onto my property to hunt anything. They're going out in the woods where I wouldn't even go up the mountain down there, you know. And mm -hmm. and in, and in and in Connecticut, and, and my neighbor also across the way is moving. He's the one that's always looking out for me. And I'm like, and I'm like, well, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. But that he's moving, I just feel a little like, oh, <laughs> who's going to come in? Stuff like that. And uh, but. Because in Connecticut, no one ever came by. No one ever, you know, it's true I'm home, but still even when I was home, no one came by to, for anything. You know, I talked to my neighbors and, you know, and, um, you know, it's just not a lot. I mean, we're not into everything and stuff like that, but we all keep an eye out for each other and ask, you know, do you need anything? I'm going to the store, stuff like that. And I didn't have that in Connecticut. And I was talking to my friend Kim and I was saying, you know, because now they've been reading Butterworth, it's like the people who are who are I, I don't I don't know what's the word some of the Bible Belt people they really have faith that God is in charge, which we say source. 
it's the same thing. If you they, they, mm-hmm. they from this faith that everything's going to be okay, and and here I'm not say I don't like. So it's like, and she was saying the same thing. She said, yeah, it's different words. And I'm like, no wonder they feel better. So, and I did not have any of that in Connecticut either. A lot of the people there were, they would go to church, quote, but it didn't, they didn't act, they acted differently outside, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of crazy. It's very strange. I don't know, but I'm saying I feel a little bit better here than I did there, even though I physically feel worse and a lot of things have happened, you know, that I could, outwardly, that I could say that this place is not good for me. But on the other hand, I guess I'm more, I'm more in, I don't know, who knows. I, if, do you know what I was trying to say there? Do you hear what I'm trying to say? <laughs> I do, I do. And I think, I think the less you have on your plate right now, the better. Yeah. And yeah. so the moving is just one more thing on your plate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm like, well, everything I went to, uh, the, like when I went to the track, it's not very far away. And and, uh, and libraries, I had to go to the bathroom. I said, oh, I'm walking, but I can just go to the library. I mean, there's a bathroom in the track, but I didn't need it till after I got out and was going to go to the tailors. And I said, let me check and see how the sidewalk is by the library because on a nice day I could walk by the library because they're, they're in the same area. And and then I said, ooh, let's go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, I can run in the library. <laughs> right. You know, so, like, I'm noticing how things are fairly convenient and, you know, like like it said, the trip to Fayetteville was awful. She gave me the, the directions weren't that great. I She didn't have the best directions and I had to go a different way, and there was an accident. I'm like, oh, crap, you know. I'm staying out of Fayetteville until after the holidays. <laughs> I think I think the less that you, like I say, the less on your plate for the, uh, the foreseeable future, for as long as you decide, is going to be helpful for you. Yeah. And I have not been used to, and Julie is a proponent of, you know, do whatever you like, what makes you happy, just, what, you know, and what uh-huh. makes you happy has been an odd concept because that's never been anything that I was, you know, uh, raised with, let's put it that way. And even when I was working, you know, it wasn't, you know, something John would, would be, you know, did you have a good day, did you know, did, did you like that, whatever, and um, I guess I can, in some ways, felt that that was selfish, but now I don't. Uh, so it's it's a process of learning to say it's okay if I do that because I like it. <laughs> exactly, and that is sovereignty. That is that is um, self choice. Mm. And I think if you give yourself the chance to luxuriate in the fact that there is nobody hanging on your decisions but you and you don't have to check in with anybody, and you are utterly and completely self-determined. That is a gift very few people get. Um, And I would wallow in it for a while. Let it heal you. Let it teach you about where you've been settling, where it became a habit to check in with other people, whether it's a reading or a coach or a blog post or see how much you can guide yourself 
Well, the, I, I noticed that one thing that de- does tend to bother me, no offense to you, it's, it's a general, it's like be more, be bigger, be this. And I'm like, ah, you know, I want to just be without pain. I want to be peaceful and quiet, you know. I know that I'm a, a loving, giving person. When I feel better, I'll do something. But right now, I don't feel like doing anything for anybody else. It takes all my energy just to be me. And that's all that you need to do. If you are being being the most you can be for yourself right now, that's 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 absolutely perfect. When I talk about being more, it's always being more yourself, being more in love with yourself, more in love with your life, um, being able to say, I'm doing this simply because I like it. Mm-hmm. And everybody else can just stuff off it. It, it has nothing to do with them. And also it's okay. Sometimes I don't know what I do like, but I know what I don't like, and that's okay too. Of course. A, a contrast is where you get information. Always. Yeah. yeah, contrast. Because you don't, you know, this is a this is a bi a, a dual universe. This is, you know, a bi not bipolar. What's the word I want? It's it's got two uh, two terminals, right? Yeah. And so, um, you know, you wouldn't know what good is without bad. You wouldn't know what hot is without cold. Right. You don't know what you like necessarily until you really know what you well. Knowing what you don't like can point you towards what you do towards, like. Exactly. That's what I was trying yeah. to say. I'm, and, I'm, and so, you know, but what happens a lot of the time is people keep looking at what they don't like and they resist and resist and they go, I don't like this, I don't like this, I don't like this. Um, rather than, so, so then it becomes what you resist persists. It gets more attention. Um, and instead of switching over to what would I like instead, what would make what would feel better right here mm. um you know so these are the things you know you you've tried something with diet it didn't make you feel good what will make you feel better and so slowly but surely you're going to create a diet that is exactly right for Catherine mm. and nobody else yeah and you'll pick up all just the way you've gathered all these healing pathways you will find a way that heals you out of all these tools, but only when you make yourself a priority. Well, the other thing is, all my life, or, or, or the last, it's always been something comes up. There's a lot of stuff happening, and it's never, it's never a permanent. Like somebody will have something, and and then they get healed, and they stay that way. I constantly mm-hmm. have things breaking down. And then, you know, have to deal with it. It's like, or or death, or, you know, some major stuff constantly. And I'm like, tired of... Of course you are. It's exhausting. Yes. I would encourage you gently to find out what the payoff from that is. Well, I didn't... Go ahead. What what do you think? You've noticed a pattern. Yes. You can see it, right? Um, it's not a pattern that served you, but it's obviously serving you in some way because otherwise you wouldn't have it still. Well, the only only insight I got was from Buddhism and mm-hmm. and looking at my astrology chart. It's like in it it's it's like 
inner strength comes when you don't get upset. You know, we've talked about this with the kid mowing, not mowing, the motorbike. I have gotten where I'll hear a noise and it doesn't throw, drive me crazy like it did before. So all I could think of is that all this stuff is helping me uh, learn inner strength. But I want to get to the point where it, it's, I don't believe it's going to just be like never happen and we can see what's happening in the world. Things are things are going to be whatever they are, you know, like you said, whatever. And I need to be okay within myself no matter what's happening. And I, and I think that scares me or has scared me, you know, in the past. Like, 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 I never wanted to be a saint because I didn't want to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to suffer. Well, there are people who really want to suffer. And the reason they want to suffer is because it makes them feel like a saint. <laughs> so there are things like, um, okay, I'll give you a sort of a random example. This has come from my own inner work over this past year. I'm still fleshing it out, so it's a little raw, but I'll tell you because I think it I think it'll be useful. I have been for the past two years really stuck at the same level in my business. I've done all sorts of things, tried all sorts of things, but I've never managed to make good money. What I consider the kind of money that we could lean on as a family. It's not reliable. It comes in spurts. It's you know. It's, and it's just not not the money that I know I'm capable of making and that all my mentors and gurus and everybody who comes across says, oh, you you know, you should be making megabucks. Well, yeah, but I'm not. So I had this big issue with it, this big resistance. I just wanted to make this month a, a, a month. And I've had that um, that sort of goal for two years. Mm. And then... I did some work with Carolyn Elliott about its shadow work. She was saying her premise is having is a sign of wanting. She works from the premise that we are amazingly potent manifestors. And if we have manifested something in our lives, especially a repetitive something, it's because some part of us wants that this is a really uncomfortable viewpoint it was for me initially. Um, and a lot of people, it, it takes a lot of readiness to hear it even then. But when you start working from the base of having is a sign of wanting. And then you sit with, the, okay, and so the other thing is that the ego part of you, the sane and logical part of you, a lot of the time will look at this thing and go, why the hell would you want this? So I looked at myself and go, why the hell would you want to limit yourself to a couple of hundred dollars a month when you could be making ten, fifteen thousand? Mm. Why, why are you doing this? What part of you? And it's no, there can be no shame, there can be no judgment. It is gentle curiosity to find out this incredibly potent and powerful part of you that has been systematically and cleverly and brilliantly, despite all your sane and logical and front-of-mind resistance to it, it has created this scenario, this pattern, right? Right. Um, 
So you're looking at it going, okay, it doesn't make any logical sense, and that's fine. Why do I want it? The payoff, I had to find out exactly why, not why I want it. I had to celebrate that part of me that created this. I had to really fall in love with the power that she has to create this. Because if I kept resisting it, if I kept shaming and judging it, she would never get the validation that she needs to move on. You cannot evolve from something that's being shamed or resisted because it will always stay the same. It has to be validated. So the, the exercise is simply to sit quietly, notice the pattern, shut up your logical brain because it's going, oh, you're such an idiot. How can you possibly want that? Um, and find out, just start celebrating. So I started celebrating this two years of only making a little bit of money, the payoffs of it, the fact that I could always claim a loss on my taxes, the fact that um, it meant that I didn't have to feel more than my husband. Mm. I had all kinds of wonky things about, he's got like all sorts of amazing degrees. I don't have you know, those kind of bona fide letters after my name. Who am I to earn more than he does? All these kind of things got tied up in this. And that part of me very, very brilliantly made sure that I never earned more than a couple of hundred dollars a month or, you know, if I did, it wasn't regular. Yeah. And the minute, I, the minute that I acknowledged that, the minute I celebrated her power, mm. I was able to shift out of it. I think you hit on something there because can I say or did you just have something? Sure, more? go ahead, go ahead. Yes, absolutely. Well, well, some stuff that has come up before when I was talking to Julie, but what came up right now when you're talking is that there, like I said, there's been issues. Since, I mean, when I was 11, I had to cook for the whole family because everybody was sick, and 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 my parents would be gone at the hospital, and I, I, you know. I think part of my thing has been the savior, the rescuer. I mean, even my questioning about John. I mean, I love John, and, and we had a wonderful, you know, part of our life together. But I was saying to myself, now that I read more about what the underlying issues are with heart disease, you know, not the diet, but the, some psychological, he had his issues, and, I, you know, I attracted somebody who couldn't, whatever, be, you know, and, and and I'm like, well, why would I do that, you know? And so, when but when you said more about the power, I just my whole, you know, my father choked me when I was five, so it's like not wanting to be powerful because I could be hurt or that they didn't want me to be powerful, and therefore I don't let myself be powerful. Like I said, even like things and stuff. Anyway, I'll work on that. So, But that's what kept coming up right when you said that. And the other thing that you might like to explore is how every time something broke, died, fell over, whatever, this pattern showed itself, you found another tool. You yes. found another healing pathway. Yes. You created a way to make that better. So you start, it's almost like it became a, 
uh, it's almost like a warrior. A warrior goes into battle to learn how to fight. Mm-hmm. He doesn't learn in the practice fields. He, doesn't, he, he, he learns to fight in the ring. He fights in the battlefield. So people who learn like that, they keep looking for war. Uh-huh. They, keep, they keep making arguments so that they can get better at the thing they think they need to get better at. Ah, yeah. And I, I'm, I guess what I'm saying is I don't want to do it that way anymore. I can't get better without having those things. Then the first thing you have to do is celebrate the Catherine that made this happen for you. <laughs> because she has been responsible for so much good in your life. And so much of who you are now that yeah. she needs to be celebrated for what she's done. And it doesn't make any sense that you would, you know, for example, it sounds really, if somebody's not ready to hear it, to say to them, the fact that your husband died and left you to handle all these things has been a gift in some ways. Mm-hmm. It's not a gift you wanted, <laughs> but, you, but look at what you've become and learned through it. Yes, there are other ways to become and learn the same thing, right? But right. nonetheless, this is how things have... And, and if you can take the resistance of your own manifesting away, you then have the capacity to change it. It can evolve. Right. And that brilliant part of Catherine will get on board with creating something else. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because I, I, I was I was saying that you know, and I said it about something to be reborn. But this is like I, can't, I don't want to be this. This that's why everything's up in the air. I don't even know if I want to have a healing business because I can't do it the way I've done it, and and I don't know. <laughs> so I that's also like not interested right now. Hmm. Hmm. So that's why I think if you can allow yourself to simply be present for days on end, no goals, no demands, no appointments, no ambitions, no nothing, only present with who you are now and what makes you happy. Mm. The sovereignty, the luxuriousness, the space to do that is a gift. And yeah, you've, not, kind I, of, you've kind of set yourself up to accept it. Yeah, I was going to say, because, like, you know, uh, one of my thoughts had been to, and, you know, if I could only go out somewhere and be in a cabin in the woods, and I'm like, yeah, but you always have to come back into the world. So staying right here and being present right here was, would be was fine. And really, you know, you can make your cabin, you can make your house into the cabin in the woods. Yeah, it doesn't look like a cabin in the woods, but that doesn't matter. It still forms the same function. Oh, yes, exactly. It definitely. And now with the wall, I got more of a cabin effect. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yay, even cold can have a payoff. Yeah, it's, um, it, it's really, you have an opportunity mm. to, take, to take your life into your own hands. And that is, that is immense. Oh, well, this will be interesting. Thank you for <laughs> that. was really like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and very important that I don't like beat myself up about what I did in the past because, like you said, it made me who I am today. And also, you know, it shows your your manifesting capabilities. You you are immensely powerful. Mm. It's kind of like you've been given a, a wand and nobody showed you how to use it. So it's be careful where you point that thing. Um, <laughs> You know, and it and it's and it, but but what happens is we are also equally strong at judging and resisting what we've created, and for as long as we do that, mm. um, it will continue. It'll stay that way. So it's like you know, everybody tells you you've got to love your body before it can heal. You have to love your body as it is, so that it can lose the weight it's carrying. Love your body as it is. Because that as it is part is the resistance falling away. It's the acknowledgement of the brilliance of your manifestation right now. Right. right. Wow. <laughs> it took me all year to get to this point, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Everything happens exactly like it's supposed to. <laughs> And I'm noodling on how to move forward um, into next year, so I will be in touch with um, with what I'm going to be doing. I'm also going through a very sort of um, no business as usual. I'm questioning everything about how to set stuff up, especially since I'm going to be basically babysitting for the next three months. So I will be in touch about how that is, but um, in the meantime, remember that the Facebook group there is for us, so use it a lot. And um, let me know how it goes. Oh, thank you so much. You have a all right, my love. Rest and you have rest. a fat, and you too. And I will be thinking about you. Oh, thanks. Bye bye. All right. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.